some of us have jobs that require us to work on Sundays. Like that's the only day I work, uh, day a week I work. So, you know, I have to work on Sundays. Just kidding. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. So here's something that I find so it boggles my mind is when I'm around little little kids like my nieces and nephews if I'm over at someone else's house and they're trying to get those kids to, to take a nap or trying to get them to go to bed for the day or for the night whatever you know get them to go to sleep the kids don't want to do it right they're 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 having a massive meltdown I don't want to take a nap and they're saying no vehemently to the thing that virtually every adult I know <laughs> longs to be able to do. Like, I don't know how many times I have a conversation with someone who says, I just wish I could take a nap. I just need a nap. Or that sense of saying like, I just want to go to bed. I just want some sleep. And you remember, yeah, there was a time in your life as there was in mine when I was just like those little kids that just, man, my parents couldn't get me to lay down. I mean, I was, ah. Anyways, to fight against the invitation, the opportunity to rest is so weird. It's so weird. You know, in the Old Testament, when God gives the law to Moses or through Moses to the people of God in the, in the Old Covenant, right? That old relationship that establishes rights and responsibilities. The second commandment of God is to keep holy the Sabbath. And how are the people called to keep holy the Sabbath? Well, they're called to keep holy the Sabbath by worshiping and by resting. And this is remarkable. We talked about before in a couple of videos ago about how there's a Sunday Mass obligation. We have to go to Mass on Sunday. That is an obligation. If we don't do that, if we exempt ourselves from that, that is a mortal sin. We have to go to confession before we receive communion again. That's a big deal kind of a situation. That's part of it, right? That keep holy the Sabbath or keep holy the Lord's Day is to go to Mass. But the other portion of that keep holy the Sabbath is to rest, to keep Sabbath rest. And it's crazy, right? Because we don't want to do that. We get all of our work done on Sunday. Like all, like that's when I, our students, that's when they fit in all their studying and all their paper writing. And I know this, I did the same thing. Um, I don't rest well. I don't think we, we rest well, even though we're commanded by God on the Lord's day to worship and to rest. And yet we don't do it. I mean, in fact, this is, it's even boggles the mind even more is the reason why or the kind of the motivation God gives for why he commands us to rest in the Sabbath. He says, basically, essentially, when you were a slave in Egypt, right? The Jewish people, when they were slaves in Egypt, how many days off a week do you get as a slave? Zero. You get no days off a week. And here's God, the Lord God saying, I've set you free though. You're free now. You're no longer slaves. So live freedom. <laughs> take a rest, take a break. And you don't have to work on the Sabbath. You don't have to work now, it's Christian dispensation, on Sunday. Like you actually get to rest. Why? Because you're not a slave. And just like little kids, we say, but, but I want to work. I, I want to keep going. I want to run myself ragged. Now, what is it in us that wants this? What is it in us that drives us to this place of resisting the invitation to rest? And I think a lot of times it's the fact that we are running and living our lives at a pace that is untenable, that is a pace that we're not made for. I came across this statistic the other day. I say statistic, I just mean I came across this tidbit because it's not really a statistic. I haven't vetted it yet, so you can look it up. You can fact check me on this and put it in the comments below. But that in previous times, like other generations, when they didn't have electricity and had to kind of rise and go to sleep by the sun, that people back in the day had an average of 10 or 12 hours sleep a night. Now, I don't know if this is true, but that makes sense to me. I mean, if, you, if it's dark out and you don't 
only all you have is a candle or an oil lamp, then probably want to go to bed. They got a lot of rest. People in other ages got a lot of rest. We don't. Not only when it comes to going to sleep, but also when it comes to that weekend. I don't know if you remember this. I kind of remember it when I was a kid. I know my parents remember it definitely. How virtually no stores were open on Sunday. That if you needed gas, like hopefully you have some cash and hopefully you find a gas station that's open because we're closed. It's like Chick-fil-A all over the place. That everyone's closed on Sunday. That sense of not only can you not go out, but no one is being forced to go and work. Why? Because we have this Christian worldview. We have this worldview that says, no, no, the Lord's Day is a day where everyone gets to rest. But what if you work in the medical field? What if you work and take care of people in hospitals or in a nursing home or basically any kind of uh, police law enforcement or fire department? Obviously, you need to work on Sundays because you're caring for people. That's why charity, the law of love, trumps the law of rest. In those cases. Same thing if you're a parent. You're going to be serving people around you. You're going to be serving your kids because why? The law of love trumps the law of rest. Makes sense. At the same time, you might also, sorry, you might also have a job that like, no, I provide for my family and they're making me work on Sunday. Okay. In that case, there are exceptions where you could say occasionally when I'm, when I have to go into work on Sunday, the law of love because I'm taking care of my family can trump the law of rest. But to make that the standard, to make that, though this is how I live, Sunday is no different really than any other day, I just happened to go to Mass that day, is not living rest. It's not living as a free person. So how do we get out of this? Well, one is maybe the invitation to, maybe the heroic, the invitation to make a heroic decision and that heroic decision being, okay, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to decide I don't do work on Sundays. Could be that. No, I say work. I don't, I don't mean like you can't work in your garden, you can't build a shed, you can't do it. That's restful work, right? That's kind of recreative work almost. I mean slave labor, <laughs> slavish labor, the, the kind of labor that you're tied to, like that kind of that situation. So yes, you could turn on your lights, unlike some, uh, some folks would interpret the law to be, I can't walk so far from my home, I can't turn on lights, turn off lights. Like no, I would say that you can work in your garden, you can work on the lawn. That kind of work is recreative, right? It's restful work. But what if you can't break away? So the heroic invitation, or the, heroic, the invitation to make the heroic decision that would say, well, maybe I, uh, I just don't do, I don't do homework on, on Sundays. Maybe I don't do, I called my boss and we had a long conversation and I actually said, you know what, I'm a Christian, I can't work on Sundays. And maybe your boss, he or she said, all right, uh, starting in two months, you know, that's how long it's gonna take me to get the schedule ready, I don't know. Or maybe even you're like, okay, I'm not gonna go out for baseball games. I'm not gonna go to movies on Sunday because that means someone else has to work. That's also something you might embrace and say, I'm going to take that step and make this heroic decision. But to start is really important. So back in the day, there's a man named Father Bill Bear. He used to be the rector of the St. John Vianney Seminary at St. Thomas, an undergrad seminary that he just took it from being a not great seminary to being phenomenal, probably the number one seminary, undergrad seminary in the country. Incredible guy. He had college students. These men who uh, were studying really hard and working really hard, and a lot of times they would Say, but Father, we have a test tomorrow morning on Monday morning. I need to study on Sunday night because it helps me remember. Remember, I have this paper that you know, I didn't quite get, quite get done and now I need to write it for Monday morning. But what Father Bill Bear suggested, he said, how about this? How about at least take a part of a Sabbath? What he recommended was he said, okay, after four o'clock on Saturday, like sundown kind of a time, four o'clock on Saturday, put all your work away. You're entering into the Lord's Day. And let that evening be an evening of rest, let the evening, evening be an evening of friendship and family, and just enter into rest. 
the next morning, Sunday morning. That's a time to, to rest, to worship, to go to Mass, obviously. And then maybe, you know, have brunch or, or you know, have your family over, your friends over, and you're, you're making breakfast. You have that time with them, that time of rest with them. And then maybe even until like 1 o'clock. And at 1 o'clock, you start doing your homework again. What you've done at least there, maybe you didn't take the whole day, but you at least took a portion of that day from, uh, you know, 4 o'clock the night before until maybe 1 o'clock of the Lord's Day. You said, God, this is where I get to enter into your rest. This is where I actually get to take a Sabbath, essentially. It's not perfect, but it's a start. And that's my invitation, my recommendation, is you're not a slave. You're not. You're made for so much more. And one of those things you're made for is you're made to rest. So take a break in honor of the Lord this Sunday. For all of us here at Ascension Presents, my name's Father Mike. God bless.